0: GM friends, good morning, or good afternoon, good evening, good night, depending on where you are located in the world. Welcome to episode 15 of Rug Radio and NFTs Beyond the Floor with me, Ben, Ben the Greek, your host. Episode 15, following 14 episodes, incredible episodes, all now available on Spotify, as a collection of podcasts and actually I had confirmation today that we have just gone live with Apple also and uh, and so you're able to find us on Apple Podcasts too. Um, You can head over there now, follow the series, catch up on previous episodes where we have started our comprehensive breakdown of Web3 progression as told by the builders, the artists, the founders all of the people with real intent. We delve deep into some of the most exciting projects in the space and bring you a show that moves away from the review of the markets and the NFT gossip. Our focus remains on the importance of storytelling in Web3 and the power of narrative to make a project unmissable. I uh, I open this series every Monday and Thursday, usually 9am Pacific, 12 midday Eastern and 5pm UK, but uh, owing to um, other circumstances today, I'm two hours late, Uh, but I appreciate all of you for coming out, and judging by the number of people who have joined, this may become a permanent fixture. Um, I always uh, open this up, and I invite a number of my Web3 native friends to come up and join me, so welcome today. Hello,
1: Tom, how are you? Good evening, sir. This is a bit busier, isn't it? It is a bit busier. I reckon I think it's because of the um the royalty free elevator music. Oh, there you are. I think it attract attract attracted all the Web3 natives like moths to, sh- to to shit music.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was I was gonna say it is getting bad then. We need to switch off a little bit, <laughs> mate. Yeah, I think
1: we are all we are all thinking the same thing, mate. It used to be it like out of beat Yeah, it was it was gorillas back in the day you've had some. Yeah, uh, but you're not uh, a- allowed possibly to possibly play
3: Hendrix.
0: gorillas, are you? hang
1: oh. on who's who's who, where the guerrilla police coming out well, what, what work are they coming out of? you're gonna turn it into a podcast <laughs> you know what's gonna happen in the end uh, okay it's the old ah uh, damn it, it's the spotify legalities exactly. anyway we're just telling you to, to fight to, to find find a way around it navigate around i it will get some good I'll beats
0: certainly see if i can find something that people prefer okay tom thank you very much for that hello uh liam <laughs> nft
2: zerk how are you doing sir? hello mate hello not bad not bad i'll tell you what as well i'm i'm loving the gmgm me and my girlfriend crack up every time we hear it i'm like <laughs> fucking now's it every time like you never miss
0: i uh i take um my inspiration from uh, a certain other rug radio host that uh, host that you all are aware of i
2: imagine you you're the only rug radio host aren't I, wow, you on thank you you're too
0: kind nft spaceman how are you sir
2: Big energy Ben,
0: big energy. energy.
2: Um, Yeah, Monday night ready for a big week.
0: Lovely job.
2: And Bobby, Bobby, I thought you were on a plane. Do you know what, I'm losing track of time and the days and what's going on, but uh, I'm here. Good to see you sir, good to see you. Um, Last
0: Thursday, is that right? What day are we on today? It's Monday. Yeah, last Thursday we had a great session with the wonderful Pablo Stanley. I could have listened to him talk all day and all night is uh, his passion for creating art that like evokes feeling from everyone and you know generates like a nostalgic warmness. I just love it. And I think what he is trying to create over there, that kind of culture that he's really looking to push on with the Humankind um, project is a really, really exciting one for everyone to watch. And it was, um, I thought it was quite refreshing also to focus on one for everyone to watch. And it was, um, I thought it was quite refreshing also to focus on a project that hadn't yet minted um, and yet had so much, uh, such a big following. So yeah, really great to speak with Pablo. Um, Today, we're changing it up quite a bit. Uh, Joining us today, we have the team behind a project that minted back in December, 2021, the glory days of 2021. Um, And now 10 months later, They are well into the build out of a third person play to earn shooter game for PCs and consoles, all built around NFTs. Now, I am not into gaming. It's not my thing, but I know that it's like it's a really good user case. And so, um, yeah, I think it's it's a really, really exciting prospect. I'm really delighted to talk to Morton and to Daniel from Crypto Walkers. Hello, guys hello hello and thank you and uh, good Mike. evening to you all yeah. as well hey uh, thanks thanks for having us excellent so i've got both of you up um daniel your night one is that right and morton is on the crypto walkers oh, it's the other way around Other way yeah, around my apologies <laughs> great well look guys very quick admin um the format of these spaces the way we run them it's intended to be pretty open we have our panel of co-speakers here and then obviously yourselves as our guests Um, We run about 45 minutes of chat asking various questions um, and then at that point we'll look to see if a number of people from the audience would like to give a view or ask a question. But before we get going, I would just invite everybody to head up to the top little arrow um, up at the top of this spaces and please just share this space with all of your followers. Let people know we're out there and throughout the space today if you could head down to that little speech bubble in the bottom right-hand corner. Also, please drop a comment. These things are really useful. They help people find us um, and understand what's going on in here, and that always helps. Um, Okay, take a breath, Ben. Right, Uh, best place to start. Best place always to start at the beginning. So, Morten, Daniel, if you would be happy to introduce yourselves, your backgrounds, but then also move on to Crypto Walkers, the project, and uh, and give us a little bit of an introduction to the audience.
4: Yeah. Should I start, Morten? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm Daniel. I'm one of the founders uh, of Crypto Walkers, and uh, we are based in Stockholm, Sweden. Um, my background is in uh, fintech, solar, digital marketing, Done. A lot of stuff. The past couple of years, started a few companies. Uh, been in crypto since I think 2017. Um, started to hear about uh, NFTs in the early days of last year. Um, me and my partner, he was not very, you know, into crypto. But I kind of explained or tried to explain what NFTs were and the use case and all that. And it took quite a while for the for him to understand it. And it took took quite a while for me as well. But when when the, drop, when the ball finally dropped, you you realized the, the enormous potential. So we we saw that most collections in the beginning of last year were um, PFP collections, 2D, uh, JPEG images, basically of a bunch of animals, uh, uh, dogs and cats and apes and so on. Uh, so it was a lot a lot about the art back then. Um, we wanted to do, we discussed the possibility of doing a collection that had real utility in the metaverse, in Web3. There was a lot of talk about how NFTs would, uh, you know, revolutionize um, all the technologies such as gaming and AR and VR, but yet most collections were 2D avatars, basically. So we did some research and wanted to see if we could be the first fully rigged, full-body 3D collection on on Ethereum. Um, And we had to invent a lot of stuff along the way, a lot of custom scripts, a lot of, you know, processes uh, for our... A design program to communicate to over 100 uh, virtual machines in, in Amazon in order to render all of it. Uh, in the beginning, when we tried to render one on our local machines, it took, I think, 30 to 40 minutes just to render one NFT. Um, but we, we um, found a way uh, to sync or to connect the design program with a bunch of over 100 computers on Amazon. And then we we minted in December. Um, we had another mint and uh, weapons drop here in April. Uh, we sold that out in 30 minutes, and now we're working on our female drop, which is coming mid November. Um, and in regards to utility, we we're building a multiplayer P3 shooter, as you mentioned, on Unreal Engine Five. And uh, we're looking to onboard the Web2 gaming community. We're not just looking to do a game just to, you know, have a purpose for a token, but we're looking to onboard AAA Web2 directors, and we have. Uh, some really great hires that have joined the team that we'll announce soon. But I, could, I, I can a small, small, little alpha is that one of them is the ex-COO and the ex-director uh, at Dice, uh, and he helped build the Battlefield franchise, which is more or less the game that we uh, that, that we take inspiration from while uh, building our game. Uh, also Fortnite, but well, it's, it's Battlefield Fortnite, Call of Duty kind of thing, but with NFTs and play to earn. So uh yeah we're in a really exciting uh, spot and uh looking forward to building during this bear market
0: amazing thank you and Morten, uh, yourself.
4: yeah sorry, Morten. yeah uh, thank you
5: uh yeah my name is uh, morton i'm uh out of copenhagen in denmark and uh, i hope uh that uh, people won't leave when i say that i'm a, a lawyer actually originally but uh i promise i'm a i'm one of the fun fun lawyers fun, more fun kind a lawyer. Uh, I started off, actually, I started, uh, my first client was actually Skype. And that kind of brought me down the startup path. Um, and, and I've spent the, the last 15, 20 years uh, doing that, creating accelerators, being a mentor, uh, various projects. Uh, came into the crypto NFT scene, well, crypto first, and then the NFTs uh, in 2020 um and uh yeah joined uh, joint, uh crypto walkers uh, as well and uh, have been been focused on that solely for the past uh well year and a half almost or yeah about um, a little over a year i guess so that's uh the short version awesome thank you
0: and uh zerk i can see you're straight in with a hand up hello hello
2: Yeah, yeah, mate. Not really a question, but I just wanted to say to you guys, like, amazing stuff. Honestly, I remember we started speaking in November when you were first launching. And the fact that you're still building now and going through with the plans that you had, like, just got to give you mad props for that. And uh, anyone in this space looking for, like, actual projects to invest in and get behind, this is one of the projects that you should do. So they've been around since November, they're still building in a bear market. Like, I know so many founders that have just disappeared. And these guys actually have a vision that they're clearly delivering on. So smashing it. Thank you. Thanks.
0: Awesome. Um, I'll go in with my uh, my usual storytelling angle because storytelling is like it's hugely important to this show. We're all real kind of advocates of, of storytelling, NFT projects, uh, people building out law and narrative to kind of demonstrate value in the space. It's really, really important to us. What does storytelling or lore mean to your project?
5: Uh, yeah, I'll I'll take that one. Um, so yeah, we agree completely with you that it, it's it's uh, key to uh, to any project uh, like Crypto Walkers or, or many others. So uh, we're also focusing on on law a lot, not just creating a great game, but putting a lot of time and effort in the backstory and the lore of of Crypto Walkers. And uh, we recently hired a law master, uh, actually, uh, who has a background in writing uh, for movies and and series like uh, The The Good Wife and and The Killing, uh, among uh, a few others. And he's really done a fantastic job um, just making sure the fundamentals are in place uh, for creating a a great narrative, but also uh, writing uh, side stories for a lot of our traits that we have, uh, going after... Uh, basically every trade will have some kind of uh, of story uh, behind it and um basically setting the base for uh, for the whole walker uh, verse um as well as as uh, we know that that law is is uh, very important when we're trying to build a, a well-known brand um, we've seen a lot of practice that are are growing uh at the moment like some of our partners like altered state machine the um, trouble is world that recently came out uh, cool cats and and a lot more they have a solid law foundation as well that they are building on and and staying like um, uh, present in in the current space as well so um, one thing of course is is uh, is creating the law but uh, another one is is how to present it and uh, here at the uh, crypto walkers we are working on face ricks as well. So we can communicate our law through animated shorts and comics and uh, and many other things as well. So uh, very important to us. Amazing.
0: And and if you can, I don't know if it's possible to, I'm going, I'm going to put you on the spot here, but <laughs> if you can in like you know a minute or in a, in a paragraph, if you were writing it, what's the kind of like the base level storyline that's running through Crypto Walkers?
5: So um, so we have uh, of course if, if you've seen our, our collection we have uh, some walkers and uh, we have some some uh, zombies as well and uh, without I mean we're, we're still revealing a lot of the the, the things but uh, we have uh, of course things like how did the, the zombies come about and and what actually happened and um, what happened like, how did the world come to this with zombies and walkers and yeah. everything else? Um,
4: yeah, I, yeah. Can, I, can, I can chime in a bit too. Yeah, so in, in yeah. our NFTs, we have um, a bunch of traits. So, so in some of them, we have UFOs, a bunch of traits. So, so in some of them, we have UFOs. Um, 10% of all our walkers are zombies. Um, the community voted that our first game, Mac, will be post-apocalyptic. And with all that you know given, we started to work on the base story. So in... Very short terms, it's basically some sort of disaster that happened that includes aliens. Um, Walkers in Walker City found something on an alien ship that created a chain of events. Zombies started to appear. This thing that they found uh, was dangerous, but it also greatly powerful. Um, So that's a super short story of, of the base story of the background. And then we have a lot of side stories that kind of marries the base story with how the walkers experience what happened in Walker City. Some are heroes, some are not. Yada yada, and so on. And so, there's there's some inspiration from Area Fifty One and the Baldassar story actually as well. So we have some pop culture uh, references.
0: I love that. Well. And yeah. you said you said there that um, the community actually decided post apocalyptic. Was were there yeah. options for them? And 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 how yeah. regularly how regularly are you kind of like consulting? The community then on the on the direction of the project.
4: Yeah, so this was before we we hired Lore Master and before we started working with Lore intensively. So we asked the community because we were we we you know we had our game rigs ready, we had our characters with weapons running around Unreal Engine Five. We were playing you know in a local build at the office, we were playing deathmatch basically, and then we we kind of decide, we kind of asked ourselves, what should I first? What should the first environment be for the first game app? So we we asked the community. I think we had or we narrowed it down to like ten different alternatives, and then we just had them vote. And the one who won was post-apocalyptic setting, which obviously matches brilliantly since there is an outbreak. Which they didn't know them, but they knew about zombies. So um, <laughs> yeah, well, we were so- lucky, I guess, that they voted for that.
0: I am. Um... I uh I'm I'm going to add in a different a, a, a question that I didn't put to you guys beforehand it was actually one that was sent to me by a, a member of uh, of my uh well I guess we could call it my community but someone dm'd me today and and asked just uh, a little bit behind like the the process for you've created male avatars I understand mm. and now you're bringing out female avatars as well what's yep. the ha- how's that working behind that like what what's the direction that you're taking all of that in
4: well, we started the project with, um, we had kind of limited resources, just two guys in an office, basically. So we we, we we found a base walker that we liked, and he happened to be male. And then we focused all of our attention to traits. Uh, we had an idea in the back of our minds to do females later on, but we didn't have time or resources to do a new base model, basically, uh, to get it right. Uh, we were... To be honest, we were a bit rushed back in Q4 last year that we would kind of miss all the hype and that we uh, would miss the boat a bit. So we, uh, although we built it for a long time because it was quite complicated to even get these renders out and to, you know, uh, work with intersections and walking cycles that haven't been done before, um, we started the the male collection. Uh, We had an idea about females. Uh, We did weapons after and now uh, females are coming up. So it wasn't really an active decision only to do mails, of course. It was more lack of resources at that time.
0: Okay, I understand. Yeah. Great, yeah. thank you. Thanks for clearing that up.
4: Yeah, no problem.
0: So I'm, I've made this very clear, and in fact the guys were teasing me today in our, our Twitter group. I'm not a gaming enthusiast like at all, but I do appreciate that uh, NFTs like a really big use case that's being presented here is gaming. Like, it's very, very obvious. It should be the kind of key pillar to uh, to many NFT projects. And so, like, I keep reading a lot about Unreal Engine 5. Uh, you know, it seems to be unreal. <laughs> no pun intended, actually. But, like, what is it that they're delivering? And in turn, what is it that they're helping you deliver? And how, how is it working on that platform?
4: yeah yeah. So, so i agree that uh, obviously gaming is a huge use case for nfts it's a huge use case for p2 gaming and so is ar i think augmented reality which we'll probably touch upon a bit later mm-hmm. um but in regards to unreal engine um we unreal Engine 5 recently came out and that's the latest version of unreal engine before that there was a bunch of previous versions and with with the five version you get a lot that you had to build from scratch in the previous versions you could say so one part is uh, it's called the Lyra uh, starter uh, starter game engine, which is basically a lot of animations like weapon reload, um, like shooting, like s- some different weapons that you can place in Avatar's hand. Of course, you have to adjust a bit and so on, but there's a lot of uh, animations that are complete and also actually a, a working demo game mode that you can pretty much just plug and play with Lyra, which is a part of of Unreal Engine. Uh, so we save a lot of time uh, doing, like, each weapon has to, to be a, a separate uh, animation and that takes a long time. It has to fit, you know, everything from weapon size to hands to uh, thickness of fingers. For example, our walkers have the, his fingers or, or their fingers are a bit too thick, so we have to, you know, um, uh, custom make them in order for them to pull the trigger uh, uh correctly and so on so it's a lot of that goes into it that we we basically save a lot of time with ira and then there's a new lighting system uh it's called lumen uh so that basically lets you um, render lighting in real time um uh, also saves a lot of time and uh you could basically create a scene uh or a game that has uh more prominent and and uh exclusive lighting you could it I don't know if you've seen some of the some of the trailers that have come out on on Unreal Engine 5 demos, but they look like high production Hollywood movies, some of them. Um, And the light kind of uh, reacts to the environment in real time immediately, instead of you having to reposition the light, depending on where assets are. Uh, The Last one, I would say is called Nanite. That's a bit more technical, but it basically gives gives you the ability to throw a bunch of stuff into a scene, into a, a project file. And for the computer not to completely just die or start fuming or or lag in the game. So Unreal Engine 5 has created a new way in order to scale photorealistic objects. So there's something called uh, Megascans, which is actually a Swedish company that was bought by Epic. And these guys just went out and scanned big rocks, big trees, real, real stuff. And then they put it into a digital format and the previous version couldn't handle it because it was so incredibly authentic and real. But Unreal Engine Five reads these assets in an efficient manner, basically. So you can throw in as many as you want, and there's no lag. So it's games will look much better now than with the previous versions, at least regarding Unreal Engine Five.
0: Amazing, Tom. Yeah. If
1: you've got a question, buddy? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of echo Zerk's uh, message about well done for just being here, and. Um, pushing through and still building in this like this time when a lot of people have just left and uh yeah i absolutely love the animations i think it looks really sick the female collection looks really sick i kind of got a question around mm-hmm. where you know if you stretch this out five years for yourself you guys are called obviously crypto walkers what is what does a five-year mm-hmm. timeline look for you guys what is your a- aim where do you want to get to you guys want to be a triple a yeah. game um what does that look like
4: yeah good question so when we started with this we were kind of or, or quite early in the project, at least, we decided that this is not going to be like a, a quick, you know, cash grab and just a collection of art, you know, because we weren't really artists. Uh, so we we decided that this were going to be um, an NFT collection that had real utility in these emerging technologies. So so especially AR and, and gaming. Uh, so we kind of set that really early from the start. Um, and we just closed our round here a few weeks ago we'll announce that soon as well but then we kind of got during the you know the bottom of the bear market we kind of got confirmation from investors from web 2 gaming that uh, uh, people thought it was really interesting they believed in the project and we you know it, it further uh, confirmed you know our, our goal ambition to be the top multiplayer shooter in web 3 um, and when we onboarded, the guy who was in charge of building Battlefield at dies because we're in Stockholm. DICE, it's it, it's a lot of AAA game studios in Stockholm. It's a very you know, tight knit community when we onboarded him and then they just started coming in one after another because he was on and then it was easier. You know, he could, he and us could, you know, explain to Web2 directors that NFTs and P2 is not a scam. It's not bad. It's actually giving um, power and value back to the gamer instead of the gamer spending hundreds of hours and money that goes directly into the studio's pocket he's now investing his time and money into himself in an asset that he can trade him on the decentralized platform um, and also earn money while he's playing in an efficient manner because it, obviously there's a really important balance that needs to be uh, considered because when we started talking to web 2 people that have built AAA titles they were like yeah but what about pay to win and what about this and that and so we're very focused on gameplay balancing and making sure that the game is fun, engaging and that people play because of the game and the blockchain aspect and the P2E aspect and all that is, is, an, is an added value. It's not the other way around. It's an, it's an added value. It's not the other way around.
0: Amazing. Thank you. Great question, Tom. Yeah, good question. Um, Bobby. Hey, Bobby.
2: Hi there. Yeah, I've got another question, if that's okay.
0: Go for it, buddy.
2: Yeah, so um, NFTs uh, and blockchain have received a lot of backlash from like the gaming community. Um, and a lot of companies, for example, Microsoft has also um, denied any wanting of any blockchain technology in their games. So how uh, have you managed to tackle that and what will be your game plan moving forward to um, sort of onboard gamers into blockchain um because look, i've looked at the, the game it looks incredible like i love the the style of it and obviously unreal engine 5 is phenomenal so um yeah that's my question
4: yeah so i think um yes yeah, i mentioned a bit before as well you know there was some skepticism in the beginning um i think a big um obstacle and something that uh, you know this industry needs to overcome is uh a process or a user experience, user interface that, that Web2 gamers are used to. Um, so everything just works under the hood, basically. So we need to find, we're, we're talking to various uh, layer twos um, in order to choose a partner that believes in a little bit kind of hiding all the crypto stuff. Um, so, you know, you get your rewards you log in. You don't necessarily have to use MetaMask. Um, even the word MetaMask just really throws off even my really smart friends. They you know they just get confused when I even mention MetaMask. You know, so it kind of stops there. So, so we're looking and we're talking to this layer too, somehow to build an experience where the users feel comfortable and uh, that they that they recognize, um, and then everything just works under the hood. Uh, kind of thing so um i think that's really what's needed in order to bring web 2 into web 3 um otherwise it's just us in our nft and crypto bubble and most of the gamers are outside it still
0: i um, saw a, a really interesting um uh tweet over the weekend i can't remember who it was i think it was golden one of the guys that works at rug hmm. radio is the producer for the gm nfts show and he said uh nfts or web 3 in two years looks nothing like web 3 now and i absolutely Mm, go in for that like i think the the tech the um the tools that we use in order to access and and um interact with web 3 i think they are stepping stones and i think we are about to open up a whole world of different things um and I, i don't think that's very far off based on just what a poor user experience everything else is at the moment yeah.
4: and i also think regarding what you what you mentioned about microsoft uh, you know they are releasing a statement that they're not open to nfts and the nft world's project kind of died in that moment which is super sad so they have taken their position kind of as a typical web 2 dinosaur we know that epic games behind fortnite are more pro web 3 and nfts uh, and p2e um they created a big uh, or an organization where different people from from the space can join and kind of discuss with them more openly. Uh, where we are, we a member. <clears throat> uh, so they taken they're taking you know steps towards welcoming. Web3 and their CEO is very open to it as well. And I think, just guessing, that they're building some rails and frameworks behind the scene because <clears throat> I think ideally users currently see. Um, NFTs, at least some NFTs, as their digital identity. And, okay, I spend a few hundred bucks on a Fortnite character, a bucks on a Fortnite character. Ideally, I'd like to bring that Fortnite character to every digital environment I'm in, because it's me in a digital form. So I'd like to bring it to AR. I'd like to bring it to Fortnite. I'd like to bring it to our game. I'd like to bring it to all these big uh, environments. And I think whoever can kind of build a platform for that will... Not win, but will be very well positioned, I think. And hopefully um, companies like Epic is uh, you know, pushing this because they are really huge and they're open for this. They're not uh, like Microsoft, uh, who are very afraid and protected, I'd say. Yeah. Do, do you have any ideas? Well,
2: any favorites at the moment do you think are contenders for that? And also, um, will there be interoperability between uh, your game and other multiverses
4: yeah, uh, I think interoperability, of course, so we have two, you know, re- really important uh, uh, pillars when we talk about the vision and the purpose of the project. So, so one is obviously utility, which is the game and the world we're building. And then interoperability, of course, because interoperability uh, obviously ties into IP and, and brand and all that stuff. So we want to uh, offer our investors and our users a way to bring their walker into all interesting and uh, big projects and, and environments. So we partnered with Jadu, which is, I, I think, is one of the leaders in AR, NFT and AR, augmented reality, um, and anyone with a walker can take their walker into AR and their mirrorverse, which is basically an, an environment in AR and walk around the streets and and they will develop games and experiences that I think will be mind blowing. And we know that, you know, companies like Snapchat and probably also Meta are looking heavily at AR. Uh, I think Snapchat is investing crazy amounts because they, you know, they have the kids, they see what's coming. And I think as, as, as soon as we get wearable tech that people act, that people actually wear, we will see, uh, fashion and we will see socials completely change. Uh, if you've seen some of the clips from Artifact and Nike, you know it's you could only dream. You know what? It 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 it's basically just that the tech is not really wearable at the moment, in my opinion.
0: Absolutely, yeah. No, I I uh, listened to an amazing um, Artifact uh, space. Got it's a few weeks back now with GMNFTs, and it's one that I would recommend anybody and that hasn't listened to it go back and listen. Like what those guys there are building is exemplary and uh, and so exciting I, i'm with you all the way there cool. NFT zerk what's up
4: yo
2: yeah so just on a side note guys was you the ones did you make the walking 3d trend you started the meta right or am i wrong can you claim um, that
4: i mean you never know but I, obviously we didn't have uh, we didn't know about every single collection in december or in november or in october but i feel like it's you yeah because when when we started looking at it we were, we were looking at okay, So, is anyone doing this is anyone even having any sort of animation at all and yeah. we looked for it we didn't find anyone but then a few weeks later fluff world came along um if you know about that project fluff with the yeah and they were uh, nodding their heads and, and uh, kind of waving their heads a bit and and i saw that i was like ah oh, shit this i mean <laughs> <fuck."> <laughs> kind of you know <laughs> But, you know, they, they weren't walking and they weren't, you know, fully rigged or anything, but there's, it was still something. So I actually contacted Alex, the CEO and co-founder of Fluff. I got into a meeting with him long before Mint and kind of just asked him for helpers, you know, like on animation, on rendering and on uh, Python script and all that stuff. So, and it was very helpful. And now uh, we're very close to Fluff and uh, and that ecosystem. So um, I, he even mentioned that, that that's kind of what they wanted to do, but it was... A bit too complicated at, at that time now of course they're a bunch of employees and they, they are amazing at smart contracts and all that stuff but back then you mentioned that's kind of what they wanted to do but didn't really it, it, it didn't really have a, an exact you know do this do that but we we found some people some really good uh, technical artists and programmers that uh, helped us make this happen
2: so basically what you're saying in five years time crypto walkers is going to be a, an historical nft for the walking metal <laughs> basically
4: I mean, that's what we're striving for. We're we're a bit too, we're a bit too old to just do a, like a, a quick flip here. I mean, we're, we're going all in for this uh, for sure. So uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Good question, Zerk, um, and and well noted. Um, guys, talk to us then about oh god, this word Ugh. tokenomics. But like, tell us how <laughs> that's tell us how that's playing out, like with your collection and your project.
3: Yeah,
5: yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll take this yeah, one. Yeah. Um so uh, I mean while we've been uh, working hard on our drop and and building our, our game and all that, uh, we have uh, the we are very lucky to, to have seen a lot of, a lot of other uh, p2e games like Axie and some other um, be very successful and then uh, see their tokenomics fail uh, basically. Uh, at least uh, they didn't reach maybe the desired effect uh, as, as they wanted, right? So, so what we've been doing uh, while we've been, been building the game is, is also looking at what everybody else has been doing. Uh, and uh, our approach is simply just not do what, what went wrong with everybody else, right, and, and try something, uh, something new. Um, and we've also been very fortunate that we were contact contacted by Jamie uh, Burke from Outlaw Ventures uh, just after a mint in, in December and uh, he asked us to join their uh, base camp which we did uh, in, in uh, January I think um, this year and that has really helped uh, a lot right and and at the moment we're in the, we're now in the ascent program which is the leading uh, token launch advisory service that they have so that is is helping a lot and. As for the path that we've chosen, chosen, is very much in line with what uh, Daniel mentioned as well, where we wanna do like we wanna make the best experience, and we find that uh, some things you might not need to uh, reinvent the wheel from from the normal video games that we've we've known. So we're we're taking a path where we have a one token setup, and then we will also. Uh, at some di- digital points in the game that are not tokens themselves, but but can be redeemed for for tokens. But uh, that is um, that is how we're we're gonna do it. And uh, at the moment, we also I mean, of course, we're looking at the space and still seeing what everybody else is doing. But uh, at the same time, we're also running simulations and try to see what happens if only two people play our game, up to like 2 million people. And then we try to like see our, um, our tokenomics is, is working. But we're doing like a, I don't want to say like web 2.8 version, uh, yeah. that's the, the approach.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think, I think on Outlier they have experts doing this. They have these math genius Indeed. geniuses who are basically you know, telling us what to do based on what they've seen in the space. And then when you run simulations, huge simulations based on those assumptions, you you should find you should find a model that's quite efficient. Um, so we're very happy that that they're help, helping us with this. Amazing, quite complicated stuff. And that's
0: yeah. out, outlier. Sorry, the name of that company. Outlier Ventures. Great, and th- and so that's how we were introduced, right? That was uh, Robin. Yeah, yeah,
4: indeed. So yeah, yeah, through Robin, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And
0: so and so these guys are they're working with you in terms of like different areas of development within the project.
4: Yeah, they were our first investors actually, and then they've helped us from everything from you know legal to um, even pitch deck, uh, uh, investor contacts, um, their network. I mean, they've been amazing.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually going to get Robin on for an episode of this because yeah. I, yeah. the yeah. work that they're doing in terms of highlighting projects and, and going in and investing and offering all kinds of support, I think
1: it's really, really
0: fascinating. Yeah. So I think that would make a great episode too. Um, that leads me on then perfectly when you say about like also watching what others are doing. Like we are in the battlegrounds right now in terms of like the space. It is hard going i know there are some projects that are doing very well um but they are now becoming few and far betweens when it comes to the whole kind of minting process how are you finding like releasing additional collections so like weapons female avatars like all of these next things are you still finding like the momentum is with you and the appetite from your community or has it been more challenging as things have gone on
4: yeah, good question. So we're obviously in a in a downtrend in NFTs. We're in a bear market. Um, every you know, it was crazy during Q four last year, beginning of last year as well. Everything sold out, right? Basically. Um, so when we took this dip, um, the the good thing of the good thing, in my opinion is that we are we get the time and focus to build and to strategize and to raise money while not being as uh, pushed from community and from the market to always, you know, hype it up and to raise the floor and to get, you know, have something amazing every other day. So I think um, in this market, in the bear market, it's a perfect time, perfect timing to, you know, build, focus on the long term strategy, long term roadmap and raise money because if we want to be a triple triple a style game we need to raise a lot of money the definition of a triple a i think is 50 million in in, in funding or something i'm not saying we're building a triple a but we are building a triple a style game uh in in web 3 p2e and i think also during the market during this downtrend of course a lot of as you mentioned a lot of uh, projects have either quit run out of funds tried to raise haven't been able to or just you know exited with, with with some cash so we feel that the competition is way less There's way less noise in my opinion um and we see that the ones who dare to keep going are the ones that have proven utility and have a solid team with experienced people and therefore they have been able to raise money if we haven't if we didn't close our first round, it would be hard to have these high ambitions. And we're looking to do a, a much, much bigger round in the beginning of next year uh, just to, you know, match what we're trying to build um, with these AAA Web2 directors. So I think the market is um, really good if you want to position yourself as the market leader when this turns to a bull, uh, which, which always happens, um, at least so far, you know. And and probably there will be another another huge uptrend for NFTs and then I think we'll be positioned really really well.
0: And do you get the sense that there will be like um, a period of consolidation? Do you think so? You know, we're 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 seeing people really being kind of like stretched yeah. and tested right now. How ma- how many opportunities are there for people to, as you say, wait it out and 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 turn into the victors how many just walk away how many do you think will get taken over because i think there are Mm. a number of projects out there that potentially have all of the right like pieces the right ingredients but not necessarily the team behind them with the appetite to to do it how many kind of takeover
4: opportunities when you say takeover do you mean like acquired yeah i think so Yeah. yeah yeah i think um you know, we we obviously see we've seen some collections lately get a lot of funding uh, due to a strong IP, like like Doodles. I think they had a seven hundred million or something um, yeah. uh, valuation lot, on the last round. Yeah. yeah, and they're obviously going all in on the IP and you know be- becoming a brand and becoming something in Web three pop culture, uh, basically.
0: Yeah, and you think you and think more there's focused an, an, an on
4: utility and gaming.
0: Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I think
4: you rugged a little yeah, bit. There. Yeah, Apologies, I got a call, but yeah. I had to it, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, no, I was going to say that. Yeah, I mean, we we, we uh, focus on uh, on the IP as well, of course, but we are uh, we have our uh, we're mostly focused on utility in, in game and uh, and our world. But obviously, we need a strong brand and a strong IP there as well. But we're not an only IP play. But but to answer your question about if I think that we will see some acquisitions and what I feel you know, the buzz and, you know, talking to investors and, you know, listening around the market, I think there will be um, more and more acquisitions of strong brands foremost. And thereafter, I think Web2, especially gaming companies, will try and acquire strong projects within Web3 gaming. But I think that will happen later as it takes quite a while to build a, a great game. Um, but I think that the brand aspect will probably see some uh, acquisitions quite soon. So it could be brands that have been top 10, you know, brand wise uh, last year, but are now struggling to find utility maybe, or
1: mm-hmm.
4: that are, that keep on building, you know, their their, uh, their brand during this, this bear. So, but I, yeah, I, I if I'd guess, I, I'll, I think there will be quite a few, uh, more and more. Happening yeah, in. that's my yeah. guess.
0: I think it's a really exciting prospect, yeah. actually, of uh, picking up um, a project that may have already <laughs> already minted and not having to go through yeah. that pain. and, and what's interesting also to... is
4: that when we spoke to uh, our, our team now when we, that we onboarded, that that we'll will announce soon in a press release, but these these AAA directors uh, that are with us now, when we when we talk to them, you know, they 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 kind of tell us that that we have a really interesting starting position because when they have created and released their triple A titles, they don't, that those games don't start with a community. They start Mm -hmm. with, you know, a huge game trailer, a bunch of money to marketing, and then hopefully they'll build a community around it. While we start with a community with an active and a big community. And we have trades Mm -hmm. and we have investors that invested in the NFTs and that are passionate about the NFTs, both from an investment standpoint, but also from, you know, they just love the project. So they think it's really fascinating that we're building a game after the fact, where we already have a community, and it's usually the other way around. And where, are
0: you, yeah, mm-hmm. well, where are you seeing that? I know Bobby kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but where are you seeing the largest volume of that community onboarded? Are we talking about like Web three D gens, or are we are we really focusing on like an existing gaming uh, enthusiasts? Yeah, yeah.
4: So now it's obviously mostly uh, NFT and crypto people. Um, we haven't started to attract or invested in, in to bring uh normal game gamers over yet since we're so early in production uh, but that is the goal of course uh, we're not building a game only for the nft community but we are building a game where we'll have a chance to actually onboard web 2 gaming and millions of players instead of building a game to motivate our token and having you know, 10-20 players live at any given point we're looking at uh, we have much bigger ambition so we're not there yet but we, we're looking to onboard Web2 basically uh, Amazing. And, and I think with these guys on board they know how to do it since they've done those titles we're just discussing how do we do it how do we explain to them that P2E is actually giving the power and the value back to the player without them thinking that it's a crypto scam or a or pay to win so that's what yeah,
0: we're discussing right now absolutely. Um, guys I, uh, I'm conscious of time and I'd maybe like to invite a few people to ask a question uh, people in the audience if you want to ask a question now is the opportunity to uh, request to come up um, I'm going to ask you a question that I ask everybody I'm going to see if I can reframe it a little bit so that it's less confusing um, but like what have you learned so far like in the last 10 months where you've been rolling this out what have you learned and if you could go back what would you do differently
5: uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll uh, I'll be quick quick about it as well. I mean, Daniel touched upon it a little bit. Uh, one of the things uh, just now, where uh, where there's a lot of you feel like you have to deliver and and hype the community uh, in the beginning, uh, and and you learn quickly that you don't really need to do that. You need, don't really need to stress about delivering on on the short term. Uh, but with that said, uh, something else Daniel also said. <laughs> in the beginning was that uh, while, while you might not want to hype like every little thing, and uh, then you do want to get feedback from the community. Uh, We didn't maybe execute this perfectly, uh, but we did bounce a lot of, but we did bounce a lot of ideas as we also talked about earlier uh, off the community and get some feedback in, um, which was, uh, uh, fantastic of course um, that's that's one thing then then uh, we also touched upon partnerships uh, earlier and that is definitely something that's important as well find some great partners uh, to be in the foxhole with so to speak and uh, then uh, building uh, and exchanging experiences with with projects that are in similar situations uh, as yourself one of our advisors uh, arcade is in the audience I see an, an investor as well. We are very fond of them as well and, and using them, uh, having uh, weekly meetings and chatting with them a lot. That really is, is something we can recommend as well. Um, big thanks to to Arcade. And of course, as we touched upon um, Outlier Ventures, uh, try to find a, an accelerator uh, like, like Outlier Ventures and uh, they will really uh, help you. Uh, um, and I mean, as we we use uh, as we say often in our internal meetings, uh, we end off of the meeting by uh, let's ask an outlier about uh, that afterwards. Uh, so yeah. uh, those are like quick, yeah.
4: Quick and points. I I just want to add something to part, with more to mention of partnerships too. I think so. We have a lot of, uh, or or some some of our partners also have today uh, full bodies as well, and and rigs going and so on, and we. Uh, we have a lot of them waiting just to be integrated and interoperable in our game. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned this before, but we are an open game. We believe in, in the open metaverse. And we want to build onboarding processes for basically any collection to join with their avatar in our game and play our game. So it won't only be walkers. It will be any partner collections we have um, in a true kind of Web3 spirit. So we're looking at technical solutions uh, on to onboard other communities and other avatars run around and, and, and play again.
0: Amazing, I um, we haven't had anyone request to come up which uh, happens sometimes when we're so incredibly comprehensive. Uh, I have one last question and then I'll ask my uh, speakers if they've also got one. Um, my one is, and I think you've touched on it really as well with the discussion about um, AR, but what do you think is coming next for the NFT space? Oh, there's a standoff oh <laughs> yeah, i was muted
4: sorry i was muted i was yeah. talking actually yeah uh,
5: so do, you, then...
4: do you want okay no no, no, no. i i think <laughs> ar is uh, again uh, don't want to sound like a broken record but i think ar and gaming will be the 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 biggest use cases short term um, um for nfts um i think music is a big thing um ownership is a big thing uh we're obviously mostly focused on our avatars and you know uh, our digital identity. So for us, it's AR um, and it's gaming. And gaming can be AR as well, of course, but it's, it's, uh, it's basically those two areas, I think, um, in my opinion. I don't know if you had anything else, Morten.
5: Uh, I mean, we're also seeing a lot of... Uh, uh, we're not focused on that, but we're seeing a lot of... Uh, um in the fashion space as well. That is, is quite interesting. So uh, uh, I think that there'll be a lot of movement there as well, especially as AR uh, comes along. Uh,
0: yeah, I agree with that. I think um, the uh, gaming, fashion, like there are a few really kind of key pillars. There's a number of projects, um, one particularly that I'm a holder in, and I can see four creeps in the space all on one line. Um, but yeah, they they are really kind of, uh, focusing on those things fashion gaming law um, and uh, tokenomics these are the big the big things that i think are, are coming through yeah, real um, estate potentially. yeah yeah absolutely micro
4: ownership yeah. yeah yeah
0: um i have a question actually from a, a member of the audience so we've got 10 to glenn and i'm gonna invite that person up one now. of
4: our, uh, mutants
0: ah cool hey 10 to glenn how you doing
3: Hey, hey guys! Yeah, good. Thanks. Um, yeah, just um, I, I appreciate you might not be able to speak on this um, if it's not something you're willing to share at this point. But I just wonder in regard to um, how the uh, the male and the females uh, might interact. I wonder if there's anything you might be able to hint in that direction. Thanks.
4: Ooh, good question. Yeah, so what we can say that I think we already mentioned probably is that um, both females and males will be uh, part of our lore, obviously, um, and our animated shorts, and our you know uh, how we build our IP and our brand, and of course also in the in our games, inside our environments, and inside our, our collections. Um, uh, the male collection was an OG collection. We're still discussing if that should matter or differ but in in uh all cases so far they're very similar uh of course one came first so that that may have some extra value but um the idea is to for them to be very level and we're, we're doing the same amount of walkers for the female collection as the male collection uh, then of course we'll have we may have additional characters in our upcoming CryptoWalker store Uh, that may be different and and we're also looking at um, other collections further down the line uh, that come from our lore uh, that we haven't announced yet but we have more characters in our lore that we need to get out there as as an NFT form and those will most likely be uh, free for holders and um, uh and for non-holders, they may be purchased in the store, uh, in in our store, uh, potentially. Um, so I would say they would be very similar. It's my long slash short answer here. <laughs> well, 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 talked around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked a lot and didn't really answer the question. Well, I did ask the question. It will be very
0: similar. <laughs> Tend to Glen, if you're still yeah. there, are you? Um, are you a long-time holder?
3: I am. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I was there. I, I think I was. Um, in the top ten yeah. uh, on the Discord, very, very, very early on, but yeah. uh, I, I've slipped down the ranks. Uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, and how's it but, been? But
0: yeah, like, so what's it anyway, been like? What's it been like as a as a member of the community throughout?
3: Yeah, it's been great. Um, I mean, um, my um, I've, I've got very uh, particularly fond memory as um, you know the uh, the Walker arm. That yes. is like a, a handheld arm. Handheld arm. Yeah. I won that competition. <laughs>
4: oh uh, yeah, yeah.
3: For, uh, for for the idea, so um, I I definitely feel like I've uh, like I'm sort of um, part of it in that regard, as well as sort of uh, being here from the early days and all these awesome. different things. Yeah, it's yeah great. That,
4: that that trait actually has a funny utility in our lore, also that you'll figure out soon or get to hear about soon
3: that's
4: so a good, good contribution at <laughs> hand held hand yeah
1: I've seen that, that trait yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: well look guys uh, thank you so much um, uh, I'm going to wrap it there because I think you guys have been um, really really good fun good uh, nice and honest and and I am uh, really really excited about your project uh, I'm going to be absolutely honest I didn't know masses about it beforehand but um uh, I knew that when Robin said to me that, it, that you would be great value for money bringing up on the stage, I, I knew that uh, I had to listen to him. And uh, it sounds to me like you're building something really, really exciting. So thank you for coming up. Thank you for sharing all of that regarding uh, uh, what it means to be building out in the kind of gaming side of NFTs. I think that's fantastic. Um, thank you to Tom, Zerk, Bobby, and Spaceman's Gone.
4: Yeah, thanks everyone. Thanks, great, great questions. Hope to be on again someday. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Great stuff. Appreciate you guys. Have right, a good yeah, one, Thanks, Likewise. guys. Ciao. And thank you to the
0: audience. Appreciate you all. This Thursday, we will be going live with Big Time, another gaming um, NFT collection. So, really looking forward to bringing that to you guys. In the meantime, GM. Good day, <laughs> good morrow, and uh, and have a wonderful day. Thanks ever so much for your time.
4: Thanks, guys. Bye.
0: Bye, everybody.